A few months ago, a guy named Matt Leitz made a post on Facebook letting all of his friends know that he's asexual. That means he isn't sexually attracted to anyone and has no interest in sexual activity. I sat down with Matt to talk about what asexuality means for him and how he derives pleasure from other parts of his life. What led to your decision to post that? I had kind of come to the conclusion before posting that, obviously, quite a few weeks actually before that, but it was more after I had come to that conclusion for myself, I was more than content just keeping it to myself. I have a lot of friends that are girls, and I was realized maybe like their attitude would change whether we were at a party or like I had like had a beer or something. And I was just really just wanted to make everyone be not on edge at all because what the whole point of that was to say, I'm not going to hit on you. <laughs> like, I am so, like, that is like the one thing you don't have to worry about, <laughs> like, is me trying to like make my way over to you and say, hey, get to try and get with them. Yeah, that's what I meant. Okay. But I have a lot of girlfriends because I like respect them as people. <laughs> I would rather them feel more comfortable knowing that than having this like creeping doubt, like maybe he's hitting on me. And I'm just like, really not. <laughs> so I kind of made it in that aspect. And just to like give a heads up to the people who I choose to be friends with on Facebook, just what's going on. Do you remember what you felt like as you were typing that slash hitting the post button? Like what, what was that like? It was almost finalizing in a way because it was like, now it's out there. It's Facebook official. Uh, <laughs> Not that I wasn't going to change my mind, but it was still just not concrete. And I felt like after I posted, it just, it just, it was another breath of relief, which was nice. Okay, it's concrete and it's, I mean, it's in the digital, like whatever sphere. And I've only gotten support, which is great. My friends are true. He also wanted to avoid interactions like this. It was at a show and he like hit me and he was like, I'm going to get you laid tonight. I'm like, you know, you really don't have to. <laughs> it's not a big deal. <laughs> You can, I get pleasure out of other things. Matt likes books and records and VHS tapes and the occasional Game Boy game. He said most of his life is centered around music, so he spends a lot of time playing it. In high school, he started collecting music gear. That's what he gets his pleasure from, and from being around his friends, of course. He would rather be spending quality time with them than chasing after girls. You don't really, you just don't really need to do it, you know? Um, it's not that you don't have like a normal like sex drive or anything, but it's it's like it's easier just to not deal with it. <laughs> so do you have a normal sex drive? I would say so, yeah. But you don't want to do anything about it? I don't feel the need to. I asked Matt what would happen if he were in a healthy, committed relationship. Would he be willing to have sex with a partner if they really wanted to? It would be mainly for their benefit, I would say, because it's not really something that works for me. If they wanted to, I would be more than happy to just like, I guess, service them. I wouldn't really be initiating anything, trying sneak, <laughs> sneak my way in or anything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to it. I feel like if I'm in a comfortable enough relationship like that, we would have talked about that beforehand and both understand where we're at. So it wouldn't be a weird thing. So you'd feel comfortable doing that even though it's not really something... Yeah, it's not my thing, but it could be her thing or his thing, whatever. But yeah, I'm like more than open to the idea of it. What interests me is that you say like you have a sex drive, but from you talking about it, it's almost like you don't. Well, I guess it's more of a the body's functioning, like physical aspects of it. I mean, if you don't masturbate, you'll 
do it in your sleep, I guess. I'll just, just say, I'll like, yeah, I masturbate just to, like, get it out of my system because it's easier to deal with than, like, cleaning up when I wake up in the morning. So it's just, it's just whatever, you know? It's like your body wants it, like, but you don't. It's like cleaning the dishes. Someone has to do it. <laughs> it's okay. just, so it just doesn't build up and then, like, uh-huh. they spill over onto the floor overnight. Like, it's <laughs> It's just, that's the simplest way I could put it. (laughs) All jokes aside, Matt talked about some serious issues that he has with sex in our society. I have a lot of personal conflicts with the the morality of it and like the way it makes some people feel like other people just don't care at all about how how they make the other person feel. And I think it's just convoluted and a lot of, it's a lot to think about. I'd just rather eliminate that aspect of everything because I'm more comfortable not causing all this this tension. Picture this. You're at a party or a house show or whatever, and you're just having a good time. You're laughing with your friends, there's music in the background, you're maybe enjoying a little buzz and everything's going great. But then someone comes up to you. They start talking to you and immediately you know what they want. They're trying to pick you up. This is something that Matt absolutely dreads. He told me that he hates being approached at parties, or, to use his words, he hates being cornered at parties. Matt's in a band called Raleigh's Ghost, and like any guitar player, he gets approached sometimes. It was after a show we played. I went upstairs and like people were like, oh, it was really good. I was like, thank you, and I turned to my right because those two girls had walked up, and I was just like continuing my conversation that I was having, and then they like wouldn't leave. And I, just the way they were positioned, it was like, now I'm trapped in this corner. <laughs> and they wouldn't leave. I don't know. And then they were just like, like looking at me, not really saying anything, just like waiting for me to initiate another conversation. And I don't know what they wanted. <laughs> but I was just like, please leave me alone. <laughs> like, like most of, most of being asexual is just like, Leave me alone, please. (laughs) Is that because when, I mean, you see like a stranger coming up to you, you feel like you know what they're after and that kind of thing? No, not that. Because I'm like, like well, I'd like to meet a lot of new people. When it kind of veers towards that or you get that, you get that weird on like feeling in your gut that you're just like, you gotta leave, please. (laughs) I don't want to lead you on. Whatever you want, you're not going to find it here. So, (laughs) The kind of love that Matt is after? It's different. Some might call it purer or more innocent. It's something he's already felt. I'm fully convinced I've like felt what love is to the highest extent. <laughs> something that's transcended familial love, like the love you have for your platonic friends and even romantic love to an extent. It makes you feel like I did back when I was like eight years old and would go and play in the snow in my front yard and every winter our yard would have this giant snow mound because all the snow plows would plow it and we lived in a cul-de-sac so it was like a lot of snow but i remember specifically one winter i would dig into it and try and get to a tunnel to the other side which was probably dangerous as hell because there's like like 80 pounds of snow above me i would like go out there just as it was getting dark and like dig and i would like look back and there's like a little hole you could see i never ended up making it to the other side but um you could see like the entrance of the tunnel and then i would like go in and like warm up by the fire and stuff like the fire would like melt away all the numbness of everything and it was 
really nice <laughs> and it would like tire me out like the fire would just like make me feel really tired that experience it's like the same sense of exhilaration and adventure and solace i would find in the in like looking from deep in that little little ice tunnel out and see that little hole and it's also like kind of the warming bathe from that fire and like melting away all the numbness and just making you really tired when i know there's like something like that i don't feel the need for like getting the peanuts <laughs> because that's what i guess sex is is like a little peanut every now and then but it's like not it's not Wait, that. what what do you what do you say what do you mean it's uh you know like when you feed an elephant peanuts i guess i'm an elephant someone's like feeding you peanuts i'm like i don't know i don't even want these i just want the whole bag the whole bag is like that feeling i just described like that's really it and i can see myself living my whole life if i had that nothing else would matter American Student Radio, I'm Emily Beck.